The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, he is your host of the PWT cast, Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 128 of the PWT Cast. My name is Scrump, and this is the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. We bring new episodes right here on this very feed every Monday. Uh, if you already aren't, make sure you're following us over on social media. We're at PWT Cast on Instagram and Twitter, as well as patreon.com forward slash PWT Cast. This week, we'll be dropping an episode of Scrump and Stang's family video talking about the movie Lamb. Uh, myself and Trevor Ola, who's uh, jumping in and, and helping me with these movie reviews, as well as an episode of Scrump and Stang's Detective Agent uh not exactly sure what yet but there will be an episode that is coming back uh so uh head over to patreon.com forward slash pwtcast sign up for as low as five bucks a month um as well as uh yeah i mentioned social media and all that stuff all that good stuff uh but this is a it's a very special episode as we are we're celebrating a birthday um i've had this gentleman fill in as well for several episodes you guys know him as well uh cousin jeremy jeremy zaha uh and sure enough on his birthday you know much is the celebration on one's birthday birthday cake birthday banner birthday balloon a birthday candle i had none of that stuff as i am grossly unprepared but what i did have was i had a candle i won't say from where as it's fine as you know whatever it doesn't even explain but i had a candle um and it exploded. Uh, Jeremy, I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and let you explain exactly what it was that happened. Yeah. So, uh, first of all, hello, everyone. Um, what I view this as is an assassination attempt by uh, <laughs> uh, Scrump. Uh, I, I don't know why. I don't know if I've, I've wronged him some way. But we were sitting here, and this candle smells great. Um, but I think the it melted too much on one side, and... The glass got too hot, and glass was like, no, fuck this, I'm out. And shot out. Um, Luckily, no one was harmed, Uh, but it it, it was terrifying. I thought I was about to die, and I was like, I just... The the joke I'm making now is I've just turned 33 this weekend, Um, and that's the the year of Jesus Christ, the year he was uh, crucified. So my goal is to make it through this year and outlive the corporeal corporeal version of Jesus Christ. Um, and I thought uh, a day into my 33rd time around the sun, I died, but you know, I've got a pair of nails and a hammer here. Too. Oh, he, I, I will say this. He, it, he does have that. This was not, that was not a joke. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, <laughs> And now hey, I'm nervous. Hey, much like we say every every week, shout out Jesus. And of course, this time we're not talking about my Godfather. We're talking about the little baby, old little little baby in the manger. I remember this year for Christmas. I think I might have talked about it on the Christmas episode. Um, my parents had like little nativity scene set up, and my youngest nephew, he's at that phase in his life where he's super into dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, much like every little boy is, every little kid, girls like dinosaurs too. You know, there's a girl archaeologist in Jurassic Park, Ellie. Yeah, yeah. But who in Jurassic Park three marries some other fucking guy instead of Sam Neil? I'm like, mm. yeah. I mean, hey, not all movies have happy endings. I mean, that should have. Poor Sam Neil gets dragged back to this island a fucking a second time, and after he's shook and he's like, no, I don't want to go back to it. But they don't go back to the same one. They go to Isla Sorna, 
Listen, Jurassic Park 3, an underrated film, I will say. <laughs> I, I was having this conversation Christmas Day uh, with my family and my girlfriend. My brother had like two two VHSs or two DVDs. I forget which exact, what format they were. But he had two that he would constantly play on a loop. One, Shrek, the, the original Shrek. Yes. The other one being Jurassic Park 3. Why those are the only two, I don't know. But I've seen those two a lot. And so I have a, an appreciation for those. Not as much of an appreciation as the internet has for Shrek. Like, I like Shrek, but I definitely like Jurassic Park 3 a lot better. Specifically the scene where the raptor goes, where Sam Neill's having like a, he's like on the plane, they're going to the island. And he like wakes up and he, he imagines that everyone's asleep or that the, the plane is empty. He looks next to him and the raptor goes, Alan. And he just wakes up. He's like, <gasps> It's the best scene. Go on YouTube and find that raptor saying Alan if, if if you don't know what I'm talking about. Um boy, how did we get there? I've no idea. I've no oh, idea. you're you're a nephew and Oh yeah, dinosaurs. and at the little little nativity scene there's all the regular animals and there was a little dinosaur there. Uh yeah. that I don't know if anyone noticed until I think maybe my dad noticed when he walked over there. But regardless, I'm sure there was din- I mean, there's a whole theme park. Uh down <laughs> yeah down south i believe it's in one of the virginias no, i think it's kentucky yeah i think kentucky has the the noah's ark museum i believe it was it's one where there's like dinosaurs and humans walk together yeah. uh pretty fun if you know you're into creationism yeah and all that hey shout out creationism creationism I uh, clearly I can't say the word, so uh <laughs> Jeremy, you just turned thirty three. This is somewhat of a little birthday bash for you. Um what what is it like now being a thirty three year old man? Is it because there's the one Blink one eighty two song where like nobody likes you when you're twenty three. Yes. So what happens when you turn thirty three? This people still don't like you. I mean people uh, really <laughs> like you. people really like you. Uh no, no, that's okay. Um I know, I mean once you get past thirty and you'll you'll know this soon. It really yeah. this really isn't. You you lose all the milestone birthdays. Like there the 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 next one I can kind of look forward to is thirty five because that's when I can legally run for president. Um, not with your shady past. Well, hey, I, I can hire some some good people. <laughs> not, can, not delete when, all these podcasts. Yeah, now when they hop on here and listen to you talk about fucking like, owls and Danhausen's room. Hey, that that. Actually, that was on the internet. That was that was newsworthy at the time. Um, and then then forty is when you're old. So right now, I feel like I'm in uh, the prime of my life. Uh, things start to to hurt more a little bit, as uh, no one on here knows, but you know. Yeah, you suffered an injury this week. I did uh, a week ago. Today, a week ago today, I was um, I ordered some food. I went outside to grab some food. This is the food that's being delivered. I live in a basement unit, like a little garden unit. So there's a small staircase down to my front door. Um, I took two steps and then didn't take any more steps. I decided just to fall down the stairs. <laughs> um, like a cartoon character, like literally feet out and landed right on my my coccyx. Oh, hey, come on. This is a family show. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. Um, and it has hurt ever since. Um, I, I don't know if it's bruised or broken. I will never know. Basically, I'll know if it was broken based on how long it takes to heal. Because a bruised one, they say, takes about four weeks to heal. A broken one's like eight to ten weeks. So, Jesus. we'll see. I mean, you may be exasperating your tailbone by not getting it like officially checked out. 
I mean, from what I looked at, unless it's like severely dislocated, there's really nothing anyone would do with it. And if it is dislocated, how they fix it is not external. Uh, <laughs> so I'd they rather don't, they just, don't put a butt cast on you. No, they don't. It's uh, <laughs> if it's dislocated, they take. Uh, uh, you can imagine what hole is near there and how they would get in to God, fix this it. This is turning to PWT cast after hours, yeah. hasn't it? Um, yeah, uh, you know, you've been injured. Um, I've, I've, I have a little tickle in my throat, but I think that's because my wisdom tooth. I, I, I feel yeah. some. I feel. I feel myself teething again. I, I got this goddamn wisdom tooth. I need to go and get out. And probably for the last. I don't know. In the entirety existence of this podcast, I've been saying I need to get this goddamn wisdom tooth taken out. And once enough people sign up for the Patreon, then I'll probably be able to. I'll have enough money to be able to to go ahead and and get it taken out. But um, I mean, I do want the listeners. If there's any listeners with any dental background, um, please res- like respond. You know the social media. Uh, tell Scrump here whether or not that's a real thing where. If your your wisdom teeth is acting up, you get a scratchy throat. Well, no, I, I think it's like, I think I read somewhere it's like, it, it like it gets infected, and I, then that what cause in turn makes me sick. Like I'm pretty sure I fucking read that somewhere, dude. Hey, All right, hey, there's there's a lot of doctors out there. Hey, if you have a medical background, heck, if you're uh, uh, a podiatrist, I'm sure you have some knowledge on this. Can a wisdom tooth cause a sore throat? This is from thrivedental.com, all right? Do you have an unexplained sore throat? Wondering if your wisdom teeth could be the culprit at Thrive Family Dental? We wonder, okay, come on. Um, wisdom teeth, blah, blah, blah. An impacted wisdom tooth could cause a sore throat. When a wisdom tooth does not erupt fully, it may be more prone to infection. Food particles, plaque, and bacteria may build up around the flap of the gum tissue surrounding your tooth. It's hard to clean and impact the tooth properly, so this leads to a tooth infection or abscess. An abscess tooth can cause significant pain and can also cause bacteria to spread throughout your mouth, resulting in a sore throat. This is the most common with the lower wisdom teeth. You may notice other symptoms too. Uh, headaches, yeah. Jaw pain and tenderness, yeah. You may even visibly see red inflamed swollen tissue near the affected tooth. In severe cases, you may even develop a fever and have trouble opening your mouth or swallowing. The best option for treating an infected wisdom tooth is to uh, go on your podcast and talk about it. Uh, because the real part about extracting the tooth uh, is not one that I want to do right now. And then they like come to Thrive Family Dental. So fuck you, Jeremy. Fuck you, Ryan Barkin. Because we had this conversation <laughs> earlier in the week, and I was fucking right. Hey, I mean that one source seems to support you. Um, That's all I need, baby. One source. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm saying, right after we finish recording, I can get some pliers. We can get that sucker out. Is this because I made that fucking Jesus joke with you? <laughs> no. No. no, dude, just I I hate going to the dentist. So before coming to America, my mom was a dentist. She was a dentist for a few years and then came to America and was not a dentist. But, like, she was very, like, on it with us. Like, I did not have to go to the dentist until, like, I was at the age of maybe, like, 12, like, 11, 12 or whatever because I had a cavity. You know, because aside from that, she made us floss, brush, uh, fucking mouthwash. 
just on it with us um and i remember it was the worst experience ever i hate getting shots i hate getting shots in like my gum to numb it it was just it was one of those things where it was like just gas me up like i wish just like gas me up i don't want to be i don't want to be awake for any of it like same thing i've never had any sort of like knock on wood um you know i've never had to get any sort of surgery either um and i would probably like I'd shit my pants if like i had to get an actual surgery you sometimes know? it happens during surgery i mean yeah some yeah. yeah if you're in sedation for too long or if it's too much yeah it happens yeah, you got to keep them sedated yeah <laughs> that's actually the only surgery i've ever had was to get my wisdom teeth taken out really were you yeah. asleep during it i was mostly asleep during it i remember waking up twice what the fuck do you mean waking up twice like i have memories of the surgery i remember once slightly waking up and seeing if i could lift my hand and then I left my hand like a f- inch and then put it back down and I thought, oh, that was cool. And then I remember waking up and hearing the surgeon uh, say, two down, two to go. And I was like, wow, I feel like it just started. And then I woke up after the surgery. For those of you at home, you can't see the horrified look on my face of yeah. having to wake up during that. Like, I'll, I'll be like, you know what? Give me a little bit extra so I don't wake yeah. up. I mean, my, my eyes didn't open. Like, I wasn't like awake. It's just like a little bit of consciousness. I want to close my eyes, open them, and be like, are we done? And they're like, yep, it's in six hours. That's not how long it takes. <laughs> well, so again, I'm sorry this become the dental fucking <laughs> dental talk with fucking Scrump and Stank. Oh, no, Stank's not even here. Yeah. I miss Stank. Yeah, I mean, we'll see him soon. I mean, Tuesday. It's Sunday now. Yeah. Tuesday is it's, it's only two days away. Yeah. God, I wonder what Stank's in right now. We should just call him. No, we're not. I'm going to call him. <laughs> He's probably with his family. Or playing Call of Duty. I hear he's very good at Call oh, of Duty. Oh, he's all over the internet. He's talking about how great he is at Call of Duty. And I believe him. Yeah, no. I'm, yeah, him and Brody King, were they were on here just talking uh, Call of Duty. And I was like, yes, Call of Duty is a game. Same thing with my girlfriend. Sometimes Veronica will start talking about Call of Duty. And I'm just like, I don't know. I'm like, oh. I play Pokemon. I'm like, it's yeah. I play God of War. I play Animal Crossing. That's all I play. She plays Animal Crossing, too. We got. I gotta exchange uh, gamer tags or whatever. Yeah, you've told me that Chris Wong. I think Ryan Mears might have also. Oh, yeah, yeah, Ryan Mears told me that as well. Ryan, you need to help me get my cadaver to evolve. Oh. Uh, I need that Alakazam, um, but it's fine. We'll talk about that off air. Yeah. Ryan, love you. Um, also, so uh, egg on my face. Um, Friday. Before we left, because we had we had a little bit of a, of a fun time Friday, I'll, I'll talk about that a little little game bowling. But before that, uh, Kathy's like, "Hey, uh, the Kathy, our receptionist," and she hands me a stack of envelopes. Uh, now, Jeremy, I sent out these red envelopes uh, around Christmas time. They were the PWT cast Christmas cards that went out, signed by myself. And I signed for Stank. Um, I'm not good at mailing. So I was, uh, I forgot to stamp them all. No so way. I forgot to stamp several of them. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> you guys are listening to this wow. now. I didn't just forget. A bunch of them came back to me. Yeah. And I was confused because I was like, why do I have so many? Like, and then like the, she's like yeah I don't know and I'm like sitting there and I think it might have been Karima or someone that were like yeah you did, these don't have a stamp on them and I'm like 
that they don't because Gail <laughs> was not there the day that I was going to ask her for stamps and I put them out there anyway. Um, so you guys will get them. This time they'll be correctly stamped. Uh, some of the international people, you may get two. God bless. Or you'll probably only get the one. But again, sorry, I got in my face. I'm not that good at like physical just mail like that i mean listen not everyone's the best at it you know i i received a, a funko pop in the mail that instead of them sending it usps they sent it fat or they sent it ups in a giant size box and i'm like i know how much ups charges for this this had to have cost more than i charge you for the dang thing or is it they, they charge me for the dang yeah. thing um but yeah i wanted i i that i needed to address because one of those things too where i was like no one's posting the the fucking Christmas cards that I got them. Like, <laughs> that's weird. I was like, or maybe they didn't like them because I was very like insecure about yeah. which which design I should get. Um, but now, yeah, Monday they'll go out because, uh, again, just forget to stamp them. Man, that this is the the difference in generation here. We're five years. Yeah, we're five years apart. Hey, a lot happened in that five years. Yeah, you were a lot more cognizant of 9-11 than I was. Oh, yeah, man. Most do I go into 9-11? You know, we've gone into 9-11 several times on this show. <laughs> Maybe, I think possibly with you. Uh, but no, um, yeah, it's been quite a week. Uh, one of the things that I kind of want to talk about, I mean, this is a pro wrestling tease podcast, so I feel like we should talk about it, um, is Boba Fett. No, we will talk about <laughs> we'll get we'll get to Boba Fett. Uh but Samoa Joe once again fucking released by WWE for the second time within the second time within like six months. Yeah. Like it's not even that like uh that far apart that it, no. that it happened, but um yeah, unfortunately Samoa Joe I don't know what's going on with WWE NXT. I don't keep up with it. I once AEW started, I didn't really keep up with it and uh, once 2.0 became a thing, definitely stopped keeping up with yeah. it. I know Samoa Joe was stripped of the title for a quote unquote injury and then just never showed up. And they were just like, well, he's working with developmental now. Um, but again, they let him go and it's a bummer, you know, like he's those one in a lifetime, you know, generational stars that, Never really got his due in WWE. Like they did some cool stuff with him. You know, he had like a little mini feud with Braun Strowman and Roman yeah. Reigns. And like I, I think my favorite, and I, I go back and rewatch sometimes. I don't know if you remember it. It's a promo segment he did with um, it's like a bunch of AJ Styles' champion at the time. Mm-hmm. It's like on SmackDown, and it's like Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy, Mustafa Ali, and I forget who else in the ring. But he just comes in and starts just like cutting these fucking promos on every. On, he's like, I'm gonna defang that viper. He's like, Mustafa Ali boy. He's like, last time you were in here with me, your eyes were rolling to the back of your head. Like just all this like badass shit. And it's like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, do something with this guy. And um, I think I like the way I kind of was like thinking about it. It's like, well, realistically, I haven't really done much with him the last two, maybe three years. Like probably helped his body recover a little right yeah i mean it seems like every time he'd come back in the ring he'd get injured again and i think it's probably because he, he they didn't fully let him heal or he didn't he, he didn't force himself to sit out mm-hmm. long enough um but it is it, it, he it's kind of like with keith lee but smojo on a much bigger scale like the opportunity that WWE had 
to like have a a monster heel babyface. He could do it all, and like, I, I mean, AJ Styles really snuck in, and he's like kind of established himself as a WWE superstar. But it seems like kind of everyone else is they they're not letting him be what made them huge, and it's just they wonder why they don't have any new stars. Um, I know the obvious answer is like AEW because you know that's you can you know, punk Joe four or three, right? No, they did the three. They matches. did three. Yeah, yeah, punk Joe four. You know, you can have that. Any number of shows coming up, you know, fucking fucking book the United Center again, like yeah. fucking do that. Um, I don't know how necessarily how quickly they'll they'll kind of do that. If they do that, if that's yeah. something he wants to do, you know, like because the, the the thing I like with AEW is that they're constantly bringing in new people and sort of refreshing the main event picture, mm-hmm. you know, like um, same thing with this week. You know, you had Brian and and Hangman again, awesome fucking match. Hangman, the only person to cleanly beat, you know, uh, Daniel uh, Danielson, Daniel Danielson, <laughs> Daniel Danielson, Brian Danielson, yeah. um. And it's good because, again, like, Brian has been, you know, like, just fucking killing it as, as soon as he came back. Sort of, yeah. you know, same thing with Punk. To, I feel like to more of a, on the microphone, at least, is, is where his his strong suits have, have sort of been. Like, I've preferred Punk on the microphone. Yeah. More so than having the – like, he's had good matches. I, yeah. I've enjoyed his matches. But it's every time he, he has these promos, I'm just like, fuck, just let him talk. Yep. Um, what would you want to see with Samoa Joe? Um, I would like to see Smojo in AEW. I mean, the one, obviously, Punk would be good. I mean, Danielson would be good. Um, the one I think I think would be really good is him and uh, um, Eddie Kingston. Ooh. Well, that'd be a hell of a match. I'm sure they've wrestled in the Indies, but they've never wrestled in, like, a, a big stage. Like, um, So that would be a, a, a huge match. I mean, and honestly, having Samoa Joe come in and do, I don't know, six matches a year, I think would be totally fine. Like, kind of give him, like, the the Brock Lesnar deal Mm -hmm. where he's never going for a title. He's not there to go for a title. He's there to basically kick ass. And if there's a reason for him to kick ass, he comes in. And if there's not, he doesn't. I mean, I think... There's a lot of value to that. I think a lot of people make fun of the the Brock Lesnar role, but I mean Brock Lesnar's in his like deep into his forties as a bigger guy and still relevant, mostly because he goes away for a year. Like, um, and I mean Samojo. I mean he has been injured a lot, so I think it, it, it'd be good to not expect him to go in and wrestle on AEW Dark Elevation. Um, like just keep him for the big shows, but I, I by far a, a generational talent. Like I grew up going to the Ring of Honor shows at the Frontier Fieldhouse in oh four, oh five, oh six. Like that when was when I like, was in like fifth grade. Yeah, I'm surprised you're even born. Um, <laughs> but like that, like that's where I was like, that's where I really, I, I'll say I fell in love with wrestling. It was in that time period. Um. And yeah, I mean, the, again, hopefully, whatever he does, I just hope he's happy. Um, I, I'm sure he's financially pretty okay at the very least. 
Um, so I think he's in a position where he can just kind of go and do what he likes. I mean, maybe he'll just maybe he'll just show up on uh, New Japan. Yeah, I mean that that's a thing yeah. too. Where it's like I would like if he showed up in New because like uh, to me he's someone who like has name value, so you can mm-hmm. use him, and that's kind of the cool thing. Um, I, I believe we might have talked about it, or maybe it was with Trevor. But like the good thing with that I like about AEW is how yes they've brought in older talents, you know, like a. Um, you know, your Chris Jericho, your Sting, your Christian, but like mm-hmm. they've used them well. They've used them accordingly to where, like, yeah, we are, we're going to pair Sting with Darby. We're going to pair Jericho with the Inner Circle. We're going to pair Christian with, you know, Lucha Express. We're going to mm-hmm. pair Brian. Like, they've done a good job at, like, you know, pairing these people with them because the only way you can learn is by, like, learning from these people who have been doing it forever. Like, as much as everyone's like, oh, like you have all these people stuck with Matt Hardy, like, mm-hmm. oh, like House of Hardy, it's so lame. I'm positive that those people are learning as much as they fucking can from Matt Hardy, who's been wrestling like 30, almost like 40 years now. Yeah. You know, like it's good to to have those people around where, you know, as much as like, uh, you know, like um, at the Battle of the Belt show yesterday, you had Dustin and Sammy and like, it's Dustin wrote like yeah. look at him so good still so Ex- good exactly and by all accounts you know he helps out backstage with you know whoever wants it I think they said specifically more with like with the women but like mm-hmm. good like have those people around same thing like William Regal who yeah. God knows why they let him go but like you know he's not someone who who's gonna get back in the ring but like to have that guy around yeah. to just it, it's insane and to go back to like like how their AEW like pairs up these like veterans with these young people for someone that maybe doesn't watch wrestling regularly, just flipping through channels and then turns on TBS, the new home for AEW Dynamite, um, <laughs> uh, like they see like oh I know Christian who are these other people like it gives them like instant credibility it's like wow oh, i know christian so i'm gonna watch this and then they get to see jungle boy and luchasaurus do insane things and they're like oh shit like i like i like these these two guys uh or same with darby and sting they're like oh i love sting and they're like who's this like half skeleton skateboarder who's little boy who, he's with who likes to jump and sacrifice his life every match <laughs> like i mean it it, it really makes sense because like i mean Sting is probably going to be there, I don't know, uh, no more than a few more years, like, wrestling. I mean, he's on borrowed time. I mean, he's he's in his 60s. And he knows that, and that's why he's not wrestling a ton of matches. Um, But Darby's going to be there for a while. So, like, to, to get that Sting rub um, from someone who's going to be wrestling for the company, hopefully, as long as other companies don't steal him away at some point. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, it's good to invest in your future, and that's something that other companies aren't really doing. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, they famously see the four pillars and, and Jungle Boy, Sammy, uh, Luchasaurus, no, uh, Jungle Boy, <laughs> Sammy, uh, Darby, and MJF or Brit, depending on. And MJF, you know, yeah. like even then, you, you look at the you look at the roster they have. Um, you have waiting. Hook, Lee Moriarty, Daniel Garcia, 
Dante Martin. Like there's there's so many young talent that it's just like and sometimes people get a little like impatient. That's a whole that's a that is a big thing. People really get impatient. It's like it's fine. Like I yeah. I've got the faith, I got faith in these people, especially, you know, like uh, a Wheeler Yuda. Mm-hmm. Perf- stick him with Orange Cassidy and the best friends for right now to just sort of occasionally pick up a you know a W on on Rampage or something like that mm-hmm. or on Dark because again it's these people that they need to they need just the experience because they're so young and they're like they're not going anywhere you know and as far as like um, some of them you know with time when they're like all right now it's time to fucking you know put the pressure on them like it's just, it's incredible it's crazy you know especially with some people that are just off the bat like look at hook yeah you know i myself i am a hooker i love hook yeah. and when we when they were here for um right before thanksgiving the night before thanksgiving a couple people in the warehouse took pieces of boxes and made signs and one of them Big Mike, uh, he won't listen to this, but shout out Big Mike. He why the this, fuck will he listen to this? No, he, has, okay. he has zero social media. He's he's off the grid. Um, but he he put up a sign saying hook section. Um, and there's a few people on social media are like, oh wow, shout out to the to the guy representing Hook. This was well before Hook's debut, so he likes to say he's a day one hooker. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, hook, I don't know why. I don't know if anyone can know why, but from day one, he is, they have done it perfectly to make him a star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, I just, he's good in the ring. I mean, he's not great, but just that whole presentation is coming down. I don't think he's he smiled once. No. And he has it. And that's the thing too. It's like, you know, on both like in in, in all departments, like they are working at like, yeah, you know, it is like so much people are like, oh, like they're bringing in the rest of Undisputed. Yeah. Bring in a Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. You know why? Because fucking these guys need people to work mm-hmm. with. Like they're doing that um the Owen Hart tournament. I don't know the format. I don't know what they're doing, you know, like if it's like a, a, a G1 style tournament, that'd be kind of cool, especially because, again, you have these guys in like, hey, Daniel Bryan, do you want to do the fucking G1 without fucking uh, having to go to Japan? No, because Daniel Bryan doesn't exist anymore. Yes. Brian Danielson, do you want to do the G1 <laughs> style tournament without without having to go to Japan? Uh-huh. Sure. Boom. All right. Here you go. Like again, it would just be interesting, you know. And and still, there's there's other people coming in and stuff like that. Like I would really love to see like a, a Jonathan Gresham or like a Brody King come in, because um, I feel like those two guys would would fit very well in there. And of course, you have guys like you know Keith Lee, but yeah. like people whose contracts are coming up. It's just it's a fun time in wrestling. Yeah. I'm, I'm very excited because you, you never know what's coming up. You never know what's gonna happen. Um, much like with another form of storytelling in the form of Boba Fett. Uh, yeah, we're, we're talking, I mean, first two episodes of Boba Fett, I don't know how much big of a Star Wars following we have. And also the, the episode came out Wednesday, so if you haven't seen it. I'm sorry. We're going to talk a little bit of Boba Fett. Um, Disney Plus, you know, they, they did Mandalorian, of course, love Mandalorian. And I, I yourself, you were a fan of Mandalorian, oh, yes. I take it. Yeah. 
It was great. And one of the cooler things that I had no idea, I didn't see it coming, was Boba Fett showing up. And so I was like, all right, cool. Um, and now he's getting his own spinoff. Uh, there's only been two episodes so far, and it's not going to be like a full death review or anything. Um, the first episode I wasn't too crazy about. It felt, it just felt like an episode of The Mandalorian. You know, like it, it felt a little slow, a little um, underwhelming. Mm-hmm. But the second episode, I saw the runtime on it and I was like, okay, a little bit of a chunkier boy. And uh, I loved it. Like everything from the flashbacks, you know, seeing him with the, with the Tuscan Raiders, yeah. like learn how to, there's like the weird drug scene where like the weird peyote <laughs> scene where they, they shove a baby lizard up his yeah. nose. Um, you know, to him building that like battle staff that he uses, yeah. uh, you know, you seeing the, the twin huts come in. Yeah, that's that was terrifying. It's like, oh no! I, we, growing up, you're always scared of the original job of the hut, mm-hmm. and now there's two of them. Yeah, they're twins. There's like a weird, like a Game of Thrones, like a yeah. you know vibe going on yeah. there with them. Like some some sort of, I'm not gonna suggest incest, but definitely some sort of weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how incest would happen with a, a hut. Is that like the race? Hut knees or something. Listen, I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how the job. I don't know how job was fucking. <laughs> let alone his twin cousins. Yeah. Um, the one, the one, uh, his boy cousin was just wiping himself down with the little rat. Yeah. That was, <laughs> man, very weird. But I, I think the coolest part was, uh, I've, I've, I've seen people say his name. I think it's Black Croissant, the like Wookie. Oh yeah. Yeah, very very cool. But like, how, how have you sort of felt um, about the series so far? At least, um, I've liked it. I liked I liked the start of it. And we've talked off air about this. I loved on all all over the internet. There was the beginning of the Boba Fett series <laughs> lined up with Patton Oswalt's uh, speech he gave. Um, well, he's doing the filibuster. The filibuster on Parks and Rec, and <laughs> it literally. Uh, beat by beat, the beginning of the the new trilogy is the beginning of uh, Boba Fett, and I was like, "This is perfect," and this is just foreshadowing that the Marvel universe is going to cross over into the Star Wars universe. I mean, after Spider Man, I think everything is on the table for crossovers. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've I've enjoyed it. I like you 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 brought up a good point it's very similar to the mandalorian but i like the mandalorian so it's yeah. not it's not a bad thing mm-hmm. um i like um th- his like relationship with his um like second command ming now when mm-hmm. um who unfortunately was not at c2e2 she canceled right before but i'm sure she'll be back another one um but yeah and then just uh, the one thing I, 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 I like about um, like Mandalorian in this is there's a lot of Star Wars style fighting, but not with lightsabers. Yes. Um, and I think there's just something you get kind of used to lightsaber battles because, I mean, basically that's the entire nine series or nine movie arc is all basically lightsabers. It's good to have like more of a Western style. Um, and I really like the the kind of relationship with the Tuscan Raiders because that's not the Tuscan Raiders are not and I'm not I'm no Star Wars expert but they're not some that something that people like have ever kind of humanized 
No. There's kind of always been like villains or just like ne- like negative characters, but like to see them as like oh, my scavengers are trying to survive. Well, yeah, like I was uh so because <laughs> On my TikTok algorithm, there's been a lot more Star Wars stuff coming up. Um, specifically, like just, I mean, of course, a lot more stuff coming up in the algorithm, but like stuff surrounding like Boba Fett and things like that. And one of the things they were talking about was the planet of Tatooine itself, its history. I guess at one point it was like a lush ocean planet, very similar similar to Earth. I forget what the circumstances are. I mean, I think this is like 20,000 years ago or something. So it's like you know clearly time has passed and now it's a desert planet but they were talking about how like at one point the tuscan you know they were fucking like a an important race Mm -hmm. of people um but sort of got put to blame for whatever like uh ecological thing was going on again this is just from what i remember of the 60 second tiktok or whatever the hell it was um but yeah no again the, the tuscan readers yeah for the most part have just been like sort of be characters and they're like sort of humanizing them and i mean it doesn't take it doesn't take a genius to figure out that at some point uh you know these tuscan raiders are gonna come in and save the day yeah you know like especially you know with, with boba fett um training training them to to fight learn how to battle learn how to ride the you know the land speeders uh definitely at some point there will be some some sort of breakout fight with uh you know with the huts and i definitely think the tuscan raiders will come in and, and help you know very much like uh it was at season one of mando where all the other mandalorians come in and and start oh, shooting yeah. up and helping mm-hmm. i think there'll be something similar but with all the tuscan raiders which should be fun because again like i don't mind these stories told within the star wars universe that all they don't necessarily run around jedi i think it's cool when they do um but if that's not the case, if that's not the way you always want to go, by all means, it's fine to, to involve, you know, Tusken Raiders and, and Jawas and all the other little fun critters yeah. from, from that universe. Um, and one thing that we talked about around the shop was what do what do we think the Tusken Raiders look like under under their masks? So so there is a, there is a, a rumor going around. Um, well, not a rumor, just a, a theory that some people have. There's like the main Tuscan Raider that everyone else, like, uh, you know, sort of like bows to uh-huh. and like in charge. They're like, if you look closely, uh, it looks like they might be wearing some sort of like battle armor or something underneath. So people are like, who is that? Who's that really? You know, mm. like, uh, so that, that might be a mystery. There's also like rumors of possibly a Han Solo showing up. Because, I mean, this is after, you know, uh, Return of the Jedi. This is set right after that time. So you could. I mean, they would have to de-age him, but, like, they they de-age fucking Sam Jackson for all of Captain Marvel. So, you know, Disney can can clearly do so, if need be. Um, And I think that'd be cool. Like, you know, if things like that. It's always fun sort of, you know, fantasy booking, all these sort of things. Yeah. Yeah. but no, I'm excited about that because again, it just it makes TV interesting, makes TV fun. Um, another show that I started binge watching this weekend that like I was telling you with myself and Veronica is uh, Euphoria on HBO. I've heard a lot of good things. So I yeah, I remember like it was a thing. Like I remember I told her specifically, I was like, you know, I was like, I remember my friend Vivian tweeting a lot about it, talking a lot about it, and um, 
it's one it was one of those shows to me where it was like i haven't watched it yet i will at some point watch it and i know i will like it when i watch it very much same thing with like righteous gemstones like stank would go on and on new episode tonight i need to i probably won't watch it till tomorrow but i'm excited about that yeah well again one of those shows i was like i know when i watch it i will like it i am I, positive you know based on yeah. i know i will Yes. Um, but I haven't yet, and because of that, um, what do you call it? Uh, I was just like, "Oh, we'll watch." And she was like, "Well, season two starts today." She, you know, she's like, "It, it drops Sunday. Um, let's watch it." And I was like, "All right, cool." Um, and boy, is Zendaya just a fucking amazing actress? You know, like she recently won like an Emmy for her role in this. She's the youngest actress to ever win an Emmy. You know, and. Uh, for something like this and yeah a, a very good show and again obviously I, i'm not gonna sit here and, and review the whole thing um then you know we haven't even gotten around to, to the newest episode yet uh but no i'm very like we, we finished the last one and um very good like it's it's one of those things where like one a24 produces the show so it obviously looks very pretty um and i i, I like it you know like um specifically to one of the ways how it just sort of at least i feel encapsulates youth like now you know like youth culture mm -hmm. now like um one of the main characters is she's is she's trans and no one ever makes a big deal about it really like there's one character who kind of does but he's like a shitty jock mm -hmm. but like no one's like oh jewel is like what was it like transitioning no nothing like that like it's sort of just like oh yeah jules is trans and that's it. Everyone just sort of moves on and, you know, like, uh, there's an inter interracial relationship and that's not ever like a, oh no, is Cassie's mom going to approve of her black boyfriend? Like, no, you know, as opposed to like, if it was something mm -hmm. sat 10 years earlier, it would have been, you know, that would have been the whole crux of the season where yeah. is, is her, are her parents ever going to approve of her black boyfriend or, or Nate's parents ever going to approve of his Latina girlfriend? and it's just like no just not even regarded um but again a beautifully shot show wonderful soundtrack just a very well written show um yeah i'm excited you know because it, it's also one of those i mean storytelling done right where they're just like here's one breadcrumb here's another breadcrumb and here's another breadcrumb and maybe we'll pick it up next season maybe we'll pick it up in two seasons i don't know but you know, there this I'm and I'm kind of excited for season two. I mean, obviously, again, I've not followed along with the show. I binged it all in about a day and a half, yeah. uh, which is fine. I mean, there was only about seven eight episodes, about forty five to an hour long, so it doesn't take long to get through it. Um, but it's been since twenty nineteen, like that was when the show premiered. So it's been about three years that people have had to like wait for the show. You know? Yeah. I mean that's that's television in general. I think everything with COVID, everything pushed back. It makes people, I think, more excited. I mean, Rich Gemstones too has been gone or off the air for a long time. So there's there's a lot to be said about uh, making people wait <laughs> a little bit because people just get more excited about it when it comes. Uh, sorry, breaking news: Bob Saget dead. Wait, what? Yeah, Michael just posted it on uh, Facebook. It's uh, breaking news. TMZ says uh, Bob Saget was found dead in his hotel room. Wait, did Michael 
post a link or do you set it? No, no, no. Michael said no. He he posted a link. It's okay. a it's a TMZ article. Sorry, I'm not. I mean, it's just it, I got the notification. I was like Michael Heredia post, and I went to like swipe up, but I clicked on it instead. And um, yeah, shit, Bob Saget's dead. Uh, I mean, I, I can very quickly skim through the article to see if it says exactly. You know oh, how he died. I mean, I don't. I I know. You know, um, famously he was, uh, uh, you know, a drug addict. He was addicted to drugs. But no, it says yeah, around four p.m. Eastern time, hotel security found Bob in his room. Uh, he was pronounced dead on the scene, but the circumstances of his death are still unclear. Shit. Yeah. Um. You know. Uh shout out to you know bob saget i um admittedly not a full house fan i mean not i mean just never watched it growing up like it wasn't a thing Uh, i watched america's funniest home video and i love 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 how i met your mother and he was the the narrator on that show Mm um yeah i don't know are you big bob saget guy yeah i mean i grew up watching full house i remember as a child i used to call it michelle because as a child the character Michelle was roughly the same age as me. Oh, wait, and they called you Michelle? No, no, I called the show Michelle. Oh. <laughs> no one called me Michelle. I called the show Michelle because I was like five. I didn't understand. That's how I recognized the show. Same with uh, Family Matters. I always called Urkel. It's like, I just know one character. I was like, oh, I want to watch this show. Probably shouldn't have been watching it, but. Yeah, I mean, it was more so. It wasn't even really. It, the show wasn't even about. It wasn't supposed to be about Urkel. It was supposed to be about, like, Eddie, wasn't it? Uh, I think. Or Carl maybe i mean laura too i mean it is is a family show i feel like it was more about carl yeah well i mean he was probably the best actor in the show oh back to bob saget well look <laughs> look look how we just go off on a tangent i mean he, what's crazy about bob saget is how he transitioned from being that like wholesome everybody's father mm-hmm. to uh, becoming like I mean to be able to show his true self, which is he's a raunchy comic. Um, if you ever want to hear a very, very explicit joke, I mean just Google the aristocrat. Um, him and Gilbert Godfrey both have pretty insane renditions of. I think uh, Bob Saget made a whole documentary on that, basically that one joke. And like the 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 dirtiness of it, it was, it's yeah. Insane. I remember it being. I remember it being a movie. And I, so yeah. I remember. I remember it being a movie, and like clearly, you never got to hear anything. And I remember like watching trailers for it, and I was like, "I'm 11. I don't understand what's going on, and it's upsetting me that I don't understand what the punchline is." Um, yeah, it, and it it is a funny joke, but it is very vulgar. Like, I will never say. I mean, and there's no, like, exact way to say the joke either. Like, that's the whole part of the joke. Um, but, yeah, that's crazy. And wrestling-related, he was the commissioner of Chikara. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He was. <laughs> he was. It's, so. always, it's always funny to me how, like, most people wind up involved with wrestling. Like, I remember specifically last year, probably around this time, um when Tiger King like had come out or was coming out, yeah. you found out he ran some NWA shows, yep. you know, uh, Joe exotic, uh, last year, screech died. He was involved with, you know, with, with wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything is wrestling people. Yeah. 
Everything. folks at home. Um, man, man, rest in peace, Bob Saget. Yeah, hey, rest in peace, Bob Saget. Uh, right after Norm Macdonald, too. <laughs> man. And Betty White. Comedy is really taking hits. Left right and now. right, yeah. Man. Well, I mean, hey, you know, if you want to take another hit, go watch Euphoria because, you know, there's drug addicts on that show and they take hits of marijuana. Whoa. Yeah. But I guess what I was trying to say was, yeah, uh, Euphoria, very good show. <laughs> I'm excited to talk about it with Vivian. Yeah. Because, again, she's really big on it. And, again, my girlfriend, like, she was like, I got to like, just tell it. And it's one of those things, too, where, thankfully, it had been a while since she'd watched it. So she was sort of getting caught up on it and um, didn't remember everything. Or maybe she was lying and she did remember everything. But she was, at least for my benefit, wasn't telling me everything. Um because there were some things where it was like, oh, shit, yeah, that does happen. And that is always one of those fun things when you rewatch a show. Mm. Um, because it just is. Uh, you know what's not fun, though? Having to jumpstart a car. I totally, I, I mentioned it a little bit earlier. Oh, yeah. Um, so we're recording this Sunday, and my car is now fine. It's working. But uh, Thursday night, we it was the last day of crates. You know, we were doing the AEW crates this week. I think the largest crate we'd ever we've ever done. Oh yeah, by far. Yeah, by yeah. far the largest crate we've ever done. Um, so we finished up, go back to work, and you know lock up there. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I was like, I'm starving. I'm gonna go to McDonald's. I'm gonna I'm gonna get myself a, a nice, warm, healthy meal. Yes, at McDonald's. At McDonald's. Yes. You know, uh, and go back home. That was not the case because one in in Chicago it has been frigid, freezing. Like it feels like it's in the negatives, kind of cold. You know that yeah. nice Midwestern cold that makes you think, uh, "Why do I live somewhere where outside hurts my face?" Yes. Uh, and yeah, so sure enough, I step outside and pff, car's not starting. Car's not starting, and I'm like, "Oh, you know what?" I'm like, "We have we have the van that's right there." I, I can probably, you know, use that to jump my car, but also like the van's probably not been used in a few days, so God knows if that'll start up. I'm also just hungry and I'm like, you know what, I don't care, whatever. Uh so Friday, uh I so I I'm like, Oh, you know what? I have jumper cables, I'll have someone help me jump my car. Um, Ryan, he has this like one of those like battery packs <laughs> where you just hook it up to the car and it starts mm-hmm. itself. Uh, well, I'm sitting there and I'm trying, you were trying for a bit. Uh, at one point Andy's trying to help me with it. Can't get this fucking thing. Can't get it. And I'm just like, I know I'm a useless incompetent, but I like, I, I can very much follow these instructions. Yeah. Well, it turns out the dang thing is dead. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I bring it back to the shop. I hook it up to a charger thinking it'll be fine. Wait about an hour. Did nothing. Charged nothing. I'm just like, oh god, this is so annoying. Like, what the hell am I gonna do now? Um, we were leaving to to go bowling. We we were surprising Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we thought what a what a generous maneuver it would be from us to take him out to a nice game of bowling. So we did just that. You know, some of us, not everyone. It was just a, a small thing. It was a little surprise yep. that uh, you know Karima put together. And uh, so blame her if you weren't invited. Yes, not us. Entirely, entirely, Karima. Karima, hundred percent is to blame. But yeah. it was a fun time. So yeah, congrats to Karima for and, creating a fun time. And we had to be there by six. Yeah, 
So after work, I'm like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know what? I have my jumper cables. Jeremy will give me a jump. But mm-hmm. then Frank's like, what are, you, what are you idiots doing? We have to be there by six. And we're like, oh, all right. So we go. Um, first off, this bowling alley, very odd. I, I want to say, because when I was, I was in the impression that that building that we were in was some sort of Polish community center. Yeah, it was, it wasn't labeled well. It was just like this like neon A it was Avondale Bowling yeah. Alley or whatever, Avondale Lanes or whatever. It was very, very uh, a hipster. Well, so that was the situation. Once we walked up, there was clearly it had been a bowling alley that was just like refurbished, uh, and I enjoyed the uh, the old school aesthetic to mm-hmm. it. The only thing that sucked was they took down all like the electrical boards because you can tell there used to be electrical boards up there. You know, like the the, the thing mm-hmm. was there, um, and you had to like manually do everything. There was no little fun animations of like the yeah. balls. And I was the only person in that entire place that knew how to score bowling on its own. Like I was sitting there, I was like, I spent the entire time drinking Miller High Life. Shout out Miller High Life. Want to be a brand ambassador one day? Um, and like doing score, and I would like. I was doing score in the lane I was on, and I'd look over and I'm like, "That card's completely wrong." Uh, so I did t- I taught uh, our good friend Mark. What's the correct way to do it? Okay, so the key is uh, spares and strikes kind of throw everything off. So when you, if you bowl a nine, you just write nine. That's how much you got for that frame, and then you just add up as you go. If you get a spare. You get 10, because you knocked down all 10 pins, pins, plus uh, however many you knock on your next bowl. So if I go up and I have a spare, my next time I bowl, I knock down 8 pins. That frame before, I get 18 in that frame. And then if I miss in the next one, I only have 8. I add 8 to the next frame. So the next frame scored is normal. There's 18 in that previous frame. That's how you can get to 300. Already on a, too much math. On, 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 a, on a, a 10 frame game, you can get to 300 if you just get all strikes. Because each frame would then have 30. Because okay. a strike, you get the next two balls you roll. A lot of math involved. But there you is. Know, we went there. Again, it was it was a nice place. Very You could very much tell it was like a, a hipstery place. Um, but you told me, you're like, hey, can you do me a favor? Can can you take yes. my car back to the shop? Because again, you were having so many Miller, Miller High Lives. Miller High Lives. Shout out Miller High Life. Champagne of beers. Yeah, Veronica was like, "Why is he drinking that?" And I was like, "I don't know." Because it's a high class drink. Miller High Life. Champagne of beers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So of course, Jeremy with his High Lives. Me with I had a uh, one Coke and two Sprites. Yeah, which I'm surprised you were able to drive. Well, I was up all night. Yeah, from I was gonna it. say. <laughs> And I was definitely up all night from it because, uh, but so oh, whatever, I drive your car back and, um, I was like, Mark was with me cause he's like, yeah, he's like, I, I'm, I'm trying to go home. Cause afterwards I think you guys went out for a bit. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, no, I was like, I just want to jump this fucking car. Like, uh, so I go and we're trying to do that. The only thing is, so the cables that I have are a little chunky and then the battery in your car, it was like, it was oddly placed. Like I could not get the clamp on there. Yeah, I mean, I apologize. Um, I mean, hey, not your fault. You know, blame the the people over at Hyundai for yeah. for making such a weird battery. Yeah, I mean, it makes me worried about one day when I need my battery jumped. Yeah. Um, but um, I'll just hope it never happens. 
because we talked about this, like both of us have been very lucky with batteries where it's never been an, an issue, really. I've been driving 12 years now. First time it's ever happened. Yeah. I've um, never had a bad battery. Yeah, Mark, but Mark and I were trying to do it, and I was like, hey, I was like, oh, you know, I was like, we'll jump the car. I was like, then I'll give you a ride home. I was like, in my car. Uh, wasn't the case because we couldn't jump it. Then I call Ivan, Elisa's uh, husband, and I was like explaining everything going on to him, and he's like, well, two two possible scenarios. One, you're not jumping the car, right? Or the starter's fucked up. And I'm like, fantastic. Uh because there's already so much I need to do to the car that I'm just like, uh, I don't want to do any of this. But regardless, you know, next day he comes by. It was just the battery, so it was good. But, like, it was just one of those things where, like, I fucking hate having a, like, anytime anything's wrong with a car. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's just so annoying. And I'm just like, again, I'm like, Best case scenario, I was just an idiot and I couldn't jumpstart the car right. Worst case scenario, add another fucking thing to the list of things I already need to like do to my car and just, ugh, just but thankfully, it was fine. Yeah, that's the the, the second thing about cars, and I I really am happy. I I went in a year and a half, basically, the big bulk of the pandemic with no car. And I'm like, I'm really glad that I didn't have a car because that would just been this is nice not having to worry about it. There's only a couple times where I was like, ah, I really need to get somewhere. And then I just like uh, rely on my younger brother. Like, I remember all the times I was good to you. Now you can drive me somewhere. <laughs> hey, we never talked about what you did for your birthday. I didn't do much. Um, it was nice. I um, I came into work yesterday um, to because we have work to do. It's it, I, I feel like it never slows down. Um. And then today I just uh, saw my mom for a little bit. But I, with COVID, I'm kind of hesitant to have, like, big parties or go to, like, really busy places. Um, just just trying to be relatively safe. Did your mom make you a cake? No. No. Uh, no. Why? Because, I mean, we just, we just hung out. We, we ordered Portillo's. Yeah, it wasn't the... I'm not. I'm also not one that's like I'm never gonna plan a huge thing for my birthday. Well, no, she would have, and then it's you're her little baby boy. Yeah, no. I mean the the big thing that we normally do for my birthday, um, is we go to Bob Chin's, mm-hmm. uh, in Wheeling, Illinois. Shout out Wheeling, the hood. It is our neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's. Well, I mean, it's where I grew up, and they have amazing food, but they're temporarily closed. Um, Isn't it just seafood? No, I also have steak. That's usually what I get there. Steak, actually. Really? What Here's- the fuck? I've been invited to Bob Chin's, but I've I haven't gone because I was on the assumption it was all seafood. Oh, you made a terrible mistake. Actually, I've been invited once. Okay, well, you made a terrible mistake once because it's delicious, and I mean they have uh, amazing garlic rolls. Um, they're very they're they're famous for them. Um, yeah, their steaks are really good. I mean, lobster their lobster's good. Their crab's good. Um, I don't really got. I don't really. I'm not a fish guy per hey, se. Fish are friends, not food. Yeah, I mean, I'd still eat them, but I prefer if I'm going to a nice place, get some crustaceans. Um, but yeah, no, that's usually what I do, but it's closed, so we'll just wait until. I think they're gonna open again in March, so that's when I'll have my birthday dinner, and hopefully by then the pandemic is a little bit 
not a pandemic. Yeah, I've been thinking about like my birthday. I mean, I still I, th- I still have about like six months until mine. But like for a few years, what I was doing is I was going to Universal Studios. My cousin was working there, and so she would get me in, and so that was pretty fucking cool because I love Universal Studios. Shout out the Mummy. That's my favorite ride. I, I it's love closed it. though. What? Yeah, the Mummy's closed. Huh? Like uh, permanently or no, what? No, no, no. I, I, no, not permanently, but I don't know for how long. I need to fucking look this up. What? It's closed. Hey, the YouTube algorithm has, lets me know about uh, theme park stuff because I, I watch uh, many documentaries about um, defunct uh, theme parks. What? Oh, I this is bad. rumor. Brendan Fraser and Cup of Coffee to be removed from Revenge of the Mummy. Revenge of the Mummy is set to close next month for an extended refurbishment at Universal Studios. The indoor roller coaster will be closed from January 7th, 2022 through the late summer. While it has been while it has long been rumored the attraction will receive some new track, there's also rumors that specific story elements may be tweaked or removed entirely during this dime town as well. Universal Orlando is not giving any official details on the ride's upcoming closure, but many are assuming that certain ride elements that are worn out will be replaced. This could include large sections of track, the coaster launch, and braking sections. The Mummy ride also received an entirely new indoor locker area a few years ago in 2018, along with new entry signage along the front of the building earlier this year. Uh, The ride closed to receive update screen media, but that closure was brief. Um, with the nearby Tribune store now open practically year-round, Revenge of the Mummy has lost what used to be uh, as extended queue. These areas would be needed during busy times of the year. As a result, the ride had to utilize virtual queue during the business Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, okay, that's just more. Um, in case, it's just talking about the fucking line. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, I, this is just I'm trying to look for to see and it looks like it's just adding more animatronics oh at the end of the right you see a screen with Fraser. Uh oh yeah so the, it looks like they're trying to um damn that's a bummer yeah it looks like they're just removing to make the to make the lines go quicker and they're just gonna remove and there's just parts in like the beginning and the end and just Oh man, this is such a bummer. Because again, literally, what I wanted to do for my birthday was go to Universal Studios. I've been, I've my girlfriend. When we first started talking, uh, we mentioned like I, for some reason, I brought up Universal Studios. She mentioned she'd never been there before, and it is my favorite place on earth. I know Disney is like the best place on earth, or whatever. I've not been to Disney. I'm sure I would like Disney if I went there. My favorite place is Universal Studios. Now. I feel real bad for ruining your birthday six months in it. Yeah, you fucking ruined my birthday. Well, but that's I, gonna be the title of this episode. Jeremy ruined my birthday. I mean, it's not, it's not. I mean, I I do apologize. But imagine if you would have not known and then got there. I would have fucking killed myself. Yeah, and that that's not good for anybody. No. Oh, jeez. I mean, I could listen. It's fine. I could go. So I've wanted to. I've wanted to actually go. During like Halloween time, because one no sun, because I'm just I'm not good in the summer heat. 
Mm-hmm. Also, with COVID, I don't. With COVID, I don't want to go to Florida because I don't know if you know this. COVID does not exist in Florida. Oh yeah, but there's this magical sickness that's very similar to COVID that no one reports on. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but no. Uh, like we've same thing. We've wanted to go down for their like horror nights thing mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and so maybe I'll have the opportunity to do that. I don't know. Um, you know, we've also want to go to Salem, Massachusetts, you know, that would be fun. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm gonna have to reconsider my birthday cause that was gonna yeah. be my one birthday thing. So take me to universal. Well, Hey, I mean, you got six months, you got time. Yeah. But also again, like, I don't know how Delta or not Delta, uh, Corona, not like, uh, Omicron. Omicron. I don't know how Omicron's going. Like, they're not good. Yeah, probably not good. Any day they're gonna be like, "Oh fuck!" Now here's a new one. Yeah, because fucking people don't want to get fucking. They don't want to mask up and, you know, get boosted and stuff like that. And I mean, listen, if it's not your thing, whatever. That, that's on you. But like, stay away from me then. Yeah, stay away from me. I like going to these places. I like doing things. Like now in every restaurant, you have to show your vax card and yeah. ID. And I mean, I get it. Proper precautions, sure, by all means. I don't want fucking unvaxed fucking people. You know, sharing a space with me. Um, I mean, I, they do, <laughs> but again, it's just it's one of those things where like I'd rather just be safe than sorry. Mm. The government's already tracking me. It's fine. Oh yeah, it's fine. Um, Every time you update your profile picture anywhere, oh that the facial recognition software is updated. Like you guys do that. Everyone does it on their own. Like you, they're not doing it through a vaccine. Everyone does it all the time. It's fine. None none of you are that interesting anyway, um, to be tracked. But uh, yeah, I guess one of the last things before we get out of here is uh, last night uh, I had a pretty. I I, I invested. Not invested. There was uh, something I hadn't done that I'd wanted to do forever. Finally got around to do it. That's of course uh, starting to like build Lego. I've always wow. I've always been interested in building Lego, but it was almost a little daunting where I'm just like I don't want I don't want to become obsessed with this stuff and fall down the rabbit hole, but um, I mean I will say this, that you're already at a level of obsession for the fact that you're saying Lego and not Legos. That is that is a knowledge of the history and how things are pronounced way more than the average person. Well, that's from being friends with Post Wrestling's Wei Ting. He is, he's said numerous, because he is obsessed with Lego to yes. that point, but he has pointed out it's not Legos, it's Lego. Yes. You know, so that I've picked up from him. Um, but yeah, no, uh, for, for Christmas, Veronica got me the Infinity Gauntlet from uh, Marvel's Infinity War and Endgame, along with several other ones. But she got me the gauntlet. It's so fucking cool. Like, it's one of those things where I was like, this is an extensive, like the last time I played with Lego, I was a little kid. Yeah. This is a pretty extensive piece, and so like so difficult but so much like fun when when you finally put everything together and you see all the pieces you know all the pieces falling together Mm -hmm. uh pretty fun i i I was very excited were were you ever big into lego were you ever a lego guy i mean a secret lego collection at home i'm not aware of no i was never big because they're always so expensive like the good ones um I, i i've i've dabbled a little bit, but I'm not the type of person that, like, there are the people out there you can give this huge box of Lego, 
and they could just build something out of it. I could never do that. I need the instructions. And like I said, those were always so expensive. Um, it, if I ever, if and when I ever like buy a place that's like mine and I'm going to be there a while, um, I, I, that might be something I would consider as decoration, like mm-hmm. actually like work on, uh, I, I don't even know what it would be, but, but yeah, I mean, I'm always really impressed. I've been to, to Legoland in the suburbs of Chicago and out by Woodfield, um, and then I've been to the Mall of America, that Lego store. Um, so I'm really impressed with the things that people can do with Lego, just not me. I'll never do those things. Yeah, I mean, there's some cool ones. Because, like, again, that one, like, also with that one, um, like, Veronica found that you they you can get, like, lights for the gems, for the, for the stones, and, like, a fucking really cool display case for that. So we're probably going to wind up doing that, just because it would fucking look super cool. But like there's like an Iron Man bust that I remember that I wanted to get that again looked very cool, but I just have never done it. Um there's definitely some Lego sets that I think I'll want to get because they have the more like adult ones. Not like a wiener or anything, <laughs> you know. Uh, no, it, it is a wiener, not like a wiener. It's a it's just a giant wiener. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's a giant wiener. Yeah. Then there's like a vagina you can buy as well. Yeah. Uh you know all those fun stuffs a butt plug uh <laughs> lego butt plug uh but no yeah there's like some cooler adult ones i, I think i might dabble in some the only thing is they're, sometimes they're a little bit pricier so i'm not yeah. gonna like run out and like buy all these lego sets because yeah. it is one of those things where like it's fun but then you're just like ah, okay now i just stare at you yes for a very long time yes um yeah no again that's that but um I guess what I'm saying is uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to I don't want to like buy the Titanic Lego that's like a thousand pieces. Yeah. Because even then this took us about two two and a half hours and it was a relatively easy piece. You know, it was three bags because they separated by by bags. Oh okay. Yeah. That's not bad. No, not at all. With something like the Home Alone house, or they have like the Daily Bugle Spider Man's mm-hmm. Daily Bugle. I I just I can't imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine how much time and effort and just it, it gives me so much anxiety thinking about like the sheer time and energy it would take into building that fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like a, it's like one of those jigsaw puzzles. That's just like, you have to enjoy the process and until you're ready to enjoy the process. Don't ever do them. Yeah, no, definitely because I mean, again, with me, it was one of those things that at first seemed a little bit of a little bit overwhelming, and I was just like, "I'll get around to it eventually." And then I did, by virtue of my girlfriend got it for me as a Christmas gift, and I was like, "All right, let's build this bad boy." Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, before we get out of here, Jeremy, uh, you, you know, you got any final words? Anything um, else you wanted to talk? Get off your chest. Talk some more, Bob Saget. Yeah, I mean, uh, with the the sudden passing of Bob Saget, I think it's good to remember, like, hey, make sure you show your appreciation for people while they're still around. Um, Give people their flowers, as they say. Yes, exactly. Make sure there's not exploding candles in your office. Yeah, Yeah. or um, if you're a guest in an office, make sure that uh, there's no booby traps, like exploding candles, ready to take you out. Um, Yeah, so, and I think... uh, 
with uh, another year around the the sun for me. Um, and right after the holiday season, I think it's it's good to hey remember to show your appreciation for people. And Berto, I appreciate you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I appreciate you too as well, Jeremy. Of yeah. course, you know, um, I've uh, you know I've always had an appreciation for you, Jeremy. As a, a, at the shop, you are known as Cousin Jeremy because at one point you were known as something else, and I was like, that yes. is a terrible name. I will. Not in good conscience, let people call him this. That is a terrible name for such a wonderful man, you know. Um, like my girlfriend and I, we called you to, to wish you a happy birthday. You did very uh, appreciated. I, wish, I was like, I told, I was like, the whole night, I was like, I was like, what? I was like, what if there is? Because that's so why I called Jeremy, and I was like, yeah, I was like, there's a. I was like, there's a goblin in yeah. your office, uh, which was like based on like a tweet I saw the other day that was like, sometimes I pretend I'm a hobgoblin and grab a sack and just start <laughs> start walking around the house and putting things in there. And so I called Jeremy and I was like, hey, are you in your office? And he's like, no, it's like 10 p.m. He's like, no, why? I was like, because I hear someone walking around in your office saying I'm the warehouse goblin. <laughs> I'm throwing things in my sack. Um but yeah, no, you know, it's because you're, you know, listen, Jeremy has said before, if, if my girlfriend and I, you know, when, when we get married that he will, he will be the one to, you know, Jeremy's an ordained minister. Yeah. Universal Life Church in Modesto, California. Yeah. There you go. So he would be the one to marry us. So, uh, if, you know, I'm, I think I might, I'm, well, we're going to have to plan around him because he has an extensive schedule. Yes. He's busy specific times during his draft, during the uh, board game convention. Yeah. You know. Hey, but I'll, I'll make time. I'll make time for that wedding for sure. Only thing I need is uh, make sure I get a plate and I'm not the last table that gets to eat. I, I'll have to talk to Veronica about that. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, listen, you'll definitely be there, all right, uh, as well as uh, a few other people, a few other wonderful gentlemen and women men and ladies and uh, people of all sorts of course uh i'm talking of course about the people that subscribe to the uh podcast or the podcast the patreon uh patreon.com forward slash pwtcast we have tons of movie reviews up there uh past episodes of uh some a Pine Ranger ret- retrospective called go go scrump and sank as well as uh scrump and sank detective agency where we either talk you know encrypted unsolved mysteries um, there's all sorts of fun stuff. I want to get into some more like murder stuff. Um, my girlfriend, when, when she gets ready, she puts on this like, uh, like YouTube channel where this girl talks a bunch of like murder stuff. And it's always very interesting. And I'm always just like, this is so stupid. What? <laughs> you really thought he was going to get away with that? What? Yeah. Um, this is pretty interesting. So bringing up some stuff like that. And of course, uh, patreon.com forward slash PWTcast. Again, as low as five bucks, you can sign up, you know, you get your movie review and a bunch of different tiers on there. And of course, all the people that I sent the fucking Christmas cards to, I got a stack of them that are going to go right back out Monday because uh, your boy is going to remember to stamp them this time. I'm going to walk in Monday morning and ask Gail for some stamps. I'm, I'm so fucking dumb. Like, I don't even know how to mail a letter. Hey, I mean, you grew up in a world where that wasn't really a thing. So, it's really on everyone else. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm surprised I sent it back to you. If yeah, I was, it's the same if thing. I was a post office, I was like, uh... Well, that was the thing. Like, yeah. the mailman, I believe his name's Oscar. No, maybe not Oscar. I don't know. The mailman, the guy that you always see here. Yeah. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, he's like, here. I guess he told Kathy, he's like, yeah, these... these came back because they weren't um stamped 
and I was like, maybe he just didn't want to deliver them. But I was like, well, also, why would he have waited like four weeks to, yeah. you know, three, four weeks to, to come back? But uh, regardless, people who will be invited to the wedding, of course, uh, Clifford Fraser, Jesse Kohlenberg, Mark Villanueva, Joshua Davis, Ryan Mears, the Invincible Man himself, Neil Flanagan, Jonathan Mayer, Hot Topic Joe, Ryan Crossley, Taffy, uh, Vivian, our boy uh, Anthony Torres, Brandon from New Jersey, my godfather Jesus. Shout out, Jesus. Uh, uh, B. Dornick, Brad, uh, Katie Fabe, Steve Fees, Rachel, and of course, Stupid Michael. Uh, so thank you. You look very confused that Stupid Michael. I, it's just amazing that he would show support for anyone other than his baby. Yeah. Do you think he knows his baby's name? Uh, I think he has it like on pieces of paper around the house so he never has to remember it. He just has to look up. Do you remember during, when we were bowling and we had to text him, hey, your turn is up because he was paying attention? <laughs> I, 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 one quick uh, snippet into the after party that you were not at. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's hear Talk went into who at the shop. I'm not going to go into detail on this, but who at the shop you would want on the desert isle? Like if you're stuck on a desert island. Who would you want? And I said, I would never want Michael because as soon as his phone died, he'd be useless. And I told him. Oh, you mean as soon as his phone dies? Yeah. I told him. I told him right to his face. He's like, oh, yeah. Like, did not deny it at all. But I I love you, Michael. Yeah, I I love Michael, too. Although, although, listen, someone's too cool to, uh, I don't get invited to Taco Day anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Man. I do feel bad because I always pester Michael because he he prints a lot of the labels that we ship, and I always like, hey, no, when's this gonna be done? When's this gonna don't, be done? Don't feel bad. That's his job. I know. I know. Some most of the time he could go faster, but sometimes he's actually busy working on other stuff, and I feel bad. Listen, uh, you know that that is on him. Uh, but you know, hey, shout out to to the Allen family as well. They've been a little under the weather this week. And uh, so I just wanted to uh, give them a shout out because um, I love them. Ash, Roxy, Cash, and Wes. Shout out. I feel better. <laughs> uh, all right, you guys. So, uh, yeah, be on the lookout later on all, all that fun stuff over on the Patreon this week. But for the PWT guests this week, I've been Scrump. This is Cousin Jeremy. We'll see you guys next. And this is friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here friend of the show we've run out of things to say here at the pwt cast and so i must bid you adieu goodbye and good night bang bang